How can you get a home when the bank says no? This podcast is dedicated to the 1 in 10 homeowners denied each year by the banks. Welcome to the pre-approved podcast. All right, let's talk about how to close on your home when financing falls through. A couple reasons why financing might fall through is you made a big purchase on credit or you took out another credit line or maybe your income changed or maybe your lender just botched it and they blame the underwriter. I'm still confused as to who these underwriters are, but since I'm not a registered mortgage loan originator at this time, it seems like the underwriter always gets blamed and the loan officer is kind of just uh, stuck delivering the bad news. But regardless, it can be a pretty emotional event when you're trying to close on a home and maybe the day of or a week before or something comes through where your financing falls through. Maybe it's the appraisal didn't quite meet it and the bank isn't going to fund it or it's just um, they're, they're not going to lend to you. So let's talk about four to five different options that you can do when financing falls through. So number one, adjust your existing loan terms. And typically what this might be is like a higher down payment. Let's say you were doing an FHA and you had three and a half percent down. You're trying to meet some debt to income criteria. Well, all of a sudden you had some additional debt. Well, you need to get out of that debt to income ratio. So maybe if you put 5% down or 10% down, you get out of that debt to income ratio and maybe your loan can still close. So by maybe picking a different loan program or restructuring it, working with your existing loan officer to still close on that, I'm going to assume that your loan officer would have told you this already, but maybe you have a gift or can borrow from 401k and put a little bit more down um, to get some better existing loan terms and still close with the same lender, maybe just a little bit delayed. Uh, number two, find a completely new lender and and delay closing. So if you can find another mortgage broker, mortgage loan officer that'll give you the pre-approval, tell them what happened, say that it fell through and they're a good fit, that might be an option if you can get another pre-approval letter, assuming that the seller is willing to work with you on this and signs a delay. Oftentimes, if your financing falls through, they might get a little bit sheepish and, and not want to close with you. So you could go to another mortgage broker or sometimes maybe you're going to pick a different program like a non-QM loan um, where you're, you're not in a traditional conforming loans. You're, you're looking at a different loan where those are typically for like self-employed or somebody with some sort of exemption um, the rates are a little bit higher. Maybe they have higher down payments, but you're just going to find a different lender to still close on the same home. In this same category of finding a new lender, oftentimes there's uh, there's private money loans, whether it's friends, family, investors, online, where someone's willing to make a mortgage to you at some predetermined price. Or maybe this is a rent-to-own company like our company or Divi Homes or Home Partners of America that'll actually buy the home for you and then sell it back to you as a rent to own so that when you do get mortgage ready, you can buy back the home. So there's companies that are, that are doing that all over the, uh, the last, the last kind of subset here, um, before we get into some creative seller financing ones, uh, was close with all cash from a third party. So of course, if you could do this yourself, you maybe would have done that in the first place. And that's the reason why you want a mortgage. So probably not a whole lot there, but there are some third parties that just buy homes, all cash. And, and that's like the we buy houses or the I buyer or the open door. And typically, this is sellers that are going directly to them and are trying to sell it. Now, these cash buyers are wanting to buy this at a pretty big discount. So depending on how much the seller wants to sell this property, they might not be too interested in selling it 
as a cash offer on, let's say, and losing, let's say, 30 grand, they'd probably rather just cancel the transaction and relist it. But if you can work with some of these third-party companies that actually come in, swoop in, and buy the home all cash and sell it back to you, you might be able to finagle a situation where you buy yourself a little bit of time and have the right to purchase this property from a third-party company that buys it all cash. So we kind of talked about adjusting your existing loan terms, finding a new lender, um, closing on the home all cash, and then these next two are kind of creator-seller financing options. So the fourth one I'll kind of call seller financing. So let's say that the deal falls through, you can't get financing. Well, if you're trying to get a $200,000 house and you were going to get a mortgage for, let's say, $180,000, there's no reason that you couldn't enter into, let's say, a land contract or a lease with the option to buy with the seller directly, whether or not you're using the agents. Typically, you would use the agents if you were being represented, and they can actually just sell and finance the home to you. Now, there's a lot of nuances with this seller financing. If they have an existing underlying mortgage, um, they can't necessarily change title over, but you could maybe do something like a wrap mortgage or they could sell it on a contract for deed, assuming that they're still going to make the mortgage payments, but then you're just paying them that plus a little bit of something else to still live in the home. So there's a lot of creative seller financing where you're not obtaining your own financing. You're leveraging the seller's ability to keep their financing or just sell the home outright if they own it all uh, with, with no loan, just selling it to you on terms where it's just spread out over one year, five years, 10 years, or 20 years, and that's seller financing. The last one I'm going to call rent back. So typically when a seller wants to stay or a buyer wants to move in early, they typically have some sort of rent back or early tenancy um, filing where it basically allows the seller to stay until the transaction finally closes or for the buyer to move in early prior to closing. And so if you made some sort of agreement with the seller that you're going to move in and rent it from them until you can obtain financing, you might be able to work that into the transaction, buy yourself enough time that they're out of the house, you're in it, you're renting it. And then eventually, once you do get the mortgage, you are closing on the home. Now, this is a lot riskier to the seller, might not be as attractive to them because once you're in the home, and you're renting it, it's going to be pretty hard to get you out of there. So they might want to see, you know, more skin in the game from you if you're going to, if they're going to do an early tenancy agreement to get you into the home early. So there you have it for how to close your home when the financing falls through. Hopefully this never happens to you. But if you want to talk through any of this, you can you can reach out to us. You can uh, send us a text or an email. We're here at homeequitypartner.com just trying to provide some value, give you some options on different ways and educate you so hopefully this stressful situation can be remedied. At the end of the day, if you if you end up just walking away, renting, finding something at the end, you know that, that can be perfectly fine too and maybe it wasn't meant to be. But for those that have a lot riding on this and they need to close their home, hopefully this has been helpful for you. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. You can always learn more by reaching out to us at homeequitypartner.com. Have a good day.